0: Hello, this is Dr. Nancy O'Reilly, and you are listening to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. Each week, we bring you a woman who can help you with your life lessons, including important information about your relationships, your business, how about your self-fulfillment, and following your passion and purpose or building your own self-esteem. Now, if you listen to these conversations, you know I've been doing these amazing interviews with these amazing leading women since 2007. I can't believe that. I, chose, I recently chose 19 of the best experts to co-author my book, Leading Women, 20 Influential Women Share Their Secrets to Leadership, Business, and Life, which is available at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, and your area bookstores. Now, if you haven't bought your copy yet, or if you know a woman who needs a little push to accept her leadership role, this book could change her life. Now, this week, I'm pleased to introduce you to another, one of the world's most trusted leadership advisors, Allison Byrd. She's known as the Profit Accelerator. Now, Allison is founder and chief sales officer of Money Movers International, LLC. She has coached her clients to win contracts with... Fortune 500 companies including Walmart, Bank of America, Walt Disney, General Motors, Coca-Cola, and many, many more. Her full-charge international production house serves thought leaders with online platforms, offline sales strategies, publications, and marketing unlike any other there is. In the past 18 months, Allison and her team have coached nearly 500 entrepreneurial leaders to create over $16.9 million in new revenue, and she has recently expanded to emerging markets around the globe. Wow. So I'm pleased to learn more about Allison and this powerhouse woman. amazing work as a speaker, mentor, and business visionary. Welcome to Conversations with Smart, Amazing Women. You are definitely one of those. Well, good morning. Uh, It was good to talk with you again, Allison. So glad we could uh, catch up and and talk more about what you're doing in the world. So welcome to Conversations with Smart Amazing Women. How are you doing this morning?
1: I'm amazing, Dr. Nancy. Thanks for having me.
0: Well, you know, I do remember now when we met, it was in in Coronado, and you were with Lisa Nichols at that time, and I was with Kristen Andrus. And I, I remember meeting you there. Yeah, that was uh that was several years ago and and you've you've come so far since then. I mean, you were going going great guns then, but now you've come so far. But congratulations on your company and everything you're doing.
1: Thank you for that acknowledgment. You know, I uh I remember meeting you there and I remember walking into that room and uh having such a great experience uh with uh Kevin Hall and yeah so many, you know, Rolanda Watts, so many phenomenal leaders, and everyone there was just sitting around, you know, casting a vision for what they wanted for their lives and expanding. And I think as leaders, we often forget, Dr. Nancy, how valuable it is to come together with other like-minded, powerful people to just yeah. kind of let our capes off a little bit and right. uh, and to explore what's going on in our hearts and our minds and our spirits. And so it was a phenomenal time. And I believe it was a time that allowed me to even expand myself to what I live as a reality today. So I'm always grateful for those moments that we get to share.
0: Well, you you know, and I've said this many times, but uh, when women truly support each other and collaborate and connect with one another, anything is possible. So that's that's what Conversation with Smart Amazing Women is all about, is, is women helping women to achieve and live their live their full lives and their and live out their passion and their dreams, so that 's what we 're talking about today but <laughs> let 's talk about you let 's talk about you let's this is this is your time, so as I said, this is the exciting part that this is about you and and again, I think that's something women don 't do very much of either is take time to celebrate who they are and what they do in the world and so today we 're going to celebrate you, Allison. So let's talk about you and the personal story is always the best place to begin because I think, again, women look at successful women and they don't really – and they think life has been so easy for them and that, you know, I think that's the the crux of life is that we look at successful people and we think, geez – Things have been so easy for them, but nine times out of ten, if we find out really where they've come from or what they've had to do to get where they are, there's been a few challenges along the way. I sure know I've had mine, and and I'll probably have many more ahead of me, but what about you? How did you get to be you, the you you are today?
1: Oh, my God, that's a phenomenal question, and (laughs) You know, I, I was having a meeting, uh, Dr. Nancy, with uh, my attorney this weekend, and we were doing a joint meeting with uh, myself. We brought in a forensic accountant uh, to uh, kind of scrub down our company. We're doing a shift in regard to our company and uh, private equity raise for some of the new expansions that we're doing within the organization. And I was thinking to myself, I I got off the phone and my laptop was sitting in my lap and I live in a gorgeous part of San Antonio, Texas, a beautiful home. And I looked around and I said to myself, my two fur babies were there, my dogs King and Duchess, laptop in my lap, just got off the phone with my attorney, forensic accountant, you know, private equity raise, all of this. And Dr. Nancy, I said, I dropped out of high school when I was 15 years old. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: 15. I was every statistic that said I was going to fail. My mom was a single mom raising us three jobs. My dad was in prison. The last time I saw him, I was four years old. And when I said goodbye, They were walking him away in cuffs last time I saw him. And I was a black girl in the South, and everything that could come against me was raging against me. But I had one common thing that was irrefutable and one common thread that changed the game of my ultimate success in life. And do you know what that was? It took me this weekend sitting there looking around at my life going, how the hell did I become this woman?
0: <laughs>
1: right? Uh, like, do, have absolutely. you ever had one of those moments where you're like, how did I become she? <laughs> like, how did yeah, I? Yeah, well,
0: and I, Go ahead. I'm, I'm waiting, but I've got mine to answer, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so –
1: I, I, and, and for those that are listening, I, I want you guys to hear this with all of the power that is within it. And the one transformative thing that allowed my life to grow and that imbued me with success and inevitable, non-negotiable, unapologetic passion for success was love love. It was an abundance of love that was in my life. It was the only thing we were abundant in. The only thing we were abundant in. I didn't have a silver spoon uh, in my mouth. I didn't understand wealth consciousness. I had no idea how to how to make money, let alone keep money, God, God forbid, grow money. Who the hell grows money? Like, uh-huh. I had no idea on any of that, but I had an abundance of love that allowed me and afforded me the opportunity to believe in myself bigger. And what I've learned over years from studying uh, James Allen, who wrote As a Man, uh, thinketh, from reading the, the writings of Viktor Frankl, from having just experiences of people that teach from leadership and heart, even to people like Carl Icahn and Richard Branson, and is that 15% of our success is based on our skill, our knowledge, our talent, our education. Can we create and curate success? But then 85% is based on who we be, who are we at our core, and once we discover who we are at our core, will we be generous with that core offering? And that really is the cornerstone of wealth, and that was what shifted my life and continues to allow me to be greater and more influential in the world today.
0: Yeah, I mean we're we're hearing it more and more. People that are authentic, authentic, and show up who they truly are are the ones that are truly becoming the more successful, the most successful people. As you were saying all that about yourself, I started using a term a couple years ago, and it wasn't a statement, but it was more of a, just an exclamation. And, I, and the, what I what I say is, why not? You know, why not? And I I think that's something that most people you know, they're, they're always waiting for permission to be who they are instead of going, well, why not? You know, why can't I do mm. that? Why shouldn't I do that? But they're, uh, especially women, I think, tend to wait for uh, permission or certain signals or certain things to occur before they can move forward. But, but, again, I think the most successful people are those people. Like you said, that core piece, that core parts of those core parts of yourself, that authentic true self, when they when that person, that part of you shows up, anything is possible. So I absolutely agree with that. Uh, you call mm-hmm. it love. I, I call it several different things, but I absolutely why not look at you. Why not? You know, why should mm-hmm.
1: I love what you said when you said you call it love and I call it why not. You are a thousand percent accurate. Because the word love, actually, when you look at its etymological root, actually means to believe and to find value. So when you find that thing to believe and find value in, that's where your why not comes from. Simon Sinek says it in his book, Start With Why, and anyone that's listening, if you've never read that book, if you're not an avid reader, if you don't enjoy reading, then buy the executive summary. It's a great shortcut to reading extraordinary books. Buy the executive summary for 10 bucks, and just read the short version of it. But that book, Start With Why, is all about the root of your belief and what pours out of what you believe, how you believe, and how you show up in that belief in the world so we are definitely uh, in a synergistic flow with that.
0: All right. Well, you're doing this, and you're and you're using these core values of your own to to share with others, and you're helping. Uh, again, the women, the the leaders that you're creating or helping to create, are basically, I guess, this is that process of finding that those core values and that core self that helps them to truly take on their leadership roles and to excel their own passions and and their purpose and their drives to become whatever they choose to be and I guess that's the exciting part is when you truly find something to ignite or to remind other people what they truly have had or and have always had to be successful at at whatever whatever they choose to be successful at well
1: you know my agency it's it's really funny you know I think what we've grown up uh, to be. When I first started my company, we started as a leadership development company. So we would work with small businesses specifically, small businesses, some medium sized businesses. We would work with their teams and we talked about this whole notion of purpose and how purpose in the workplace made a difference. And when I originally launched that company it was called the purpose within. Uh-huh. And I launched it back in 2008, 2009. I left BlackBerry. I was an executive working for BlackBerry. A lot of you guys remember that phone company, <laughs> that
0: phone yeah, we manufacturer. Sort, I think we, sort, we sort of do.
1: Sort of do. And uh, I loved working for BlackBerry. I thought I would be there forever. Uh, I, I was in my 20s working for BlackBerry, my late 20s, early 30s, and Mike Lazaridis, Who was the co-founder of BlackBerry? The reason that I loved working for BlackBerry is because of why it was invented. And the reason that he invented BlackBerry was he saw this movement, Dr. Nancy, of leaders who were tethered to their computers and they could not go out and see their kids play baseball. They could not go out. Now, he was in a male-dominated, coming from a male-dominated space, but he was also seeing how females were emerging and rising in the marketplace. And so here were all these leaders who were also parents, who wanted their own footprint of success, but they were having to trade off. And the trade off was success in business or success in family, but there was no bridge to both. And so a lot of people don't know this, but the reason that BlackBerry became existent was when he saw this in his company in Research and Motion based out of Canada, when he saw this toggle that women and men alike were going, do I have success in business or do I have success in family, they were trading off and either going and staying at home and they were losing massive talent because the talent said I have to be at home, or they were bringing in leaders who had a tremendous sense of a loss of fulfillment because it's like, well, damn, now I'm in business and I'm losing my kids, I'm losing my husband, I'm losing my togetherness, and I want both. And so he created this device. I think this is an uber cool story that doesn't get told enough. He created this device that allowed them to be successful on the go. And that was really the emergence of smartphones, Yeah. Yeah. right, and of that movement. So I loved working for BlackBerry because I loved the vision that was cast for it. So I started the purpose within. Statistics um, are, are still very common today, which is hugely sad. That shows that 66% of people in our society feel invisible, undervalued, unnecessary, and as though their voice is not heard. And so we started with this dialogue around purpose, we've since graduated now uh, to be a sales uh, agency that focuses on helping thought leaders amplify their voice in the market, Mm -hmm. um, increase their visibility so that they're seen as being the czar of their field, like just that tremendous leader inside their own corner and pocket of the world, and then we support them to be brave enough to get paid while doing that. And 80% of our audience are women leaders who simply have not figured out how do I become brave enough to not just get paid for it, but to get paid handsomely and be rewarded tremendously. And sometimes people say to me, Dr. Nancy, you know, it's really not a money thing. And I say, listen to me, two-thirds of our world still lives on less than $2 a day. If you've got a platform Or if we can build a platform based on your genius that can create wealth, create resources, create revenue, give it away. If you really want to say it ain't about money, then give it away. Donate it. Do whatever it takes. But don't you dare not take the opportunity to use your giftedness however you believe that giftedness has been handed down to you, whether you say God or spirit or source universe however okay. you believe that giftedness came to you you better freaking use it and use it to transform the world
0: yeah i say this when i talk to women especially about money because again i i think again there really is a lot of confusion for people but women in general that uh when what when you talk about women and, and having money and having wealth uh they're almost apologetic but uh and and i, I get real confused about that and I, and i find that kind of humorous but Money is a vehicle. I mean, when when you start to look at money, it's a vehicle. It allows you to live and do the things in your life that you want to do and to change the world for good. And I think you're right. There has to be that attitude change, that belief change, It's really that core belief change. What we've done is we've, we've created this money monster that uh, people just, uh, you know, think once they have money they'll be happy, which is not true. I mean, you have to understand what money is is going to be in your life, and what the purpose of it will be for you, and what you'll be able to do and accomplish.
1: Yeah, I love what Les Brown says. He says people say all the time that money doesn't solve all of our problems, but everybody wants to find out for themselves. And so
0: <laughs> you know, well, and, and I think yeah, yeah,
1: I, I think that's so real. And for me, my personal wealth, you know, aligned next to a billionaire's wealth. You know, might look small, but my wealth a- alongside my family, where I grew up, where we didn't always have gas money to get from point A to point B. It's a matter of will you not only what will you believe for, what will you stand for? Yeah. Um, it's a matter of what will you risk to get and to attain what you desire. I never knew that I would own a company that puts shoes on the feet of children in Honduras because right. they can't afford it. I never knew that we would fund sports camps in third world countries. I never knew we would build schools in Africa. Uh, I didn't know that we would work with uh, North American uh, nonprofit organizations to stop the hungry uh, crisis, the hunger crisis for kids that go hungry in North America. I never knew that we would be a champion and a financial backing to institutions that stop human trafficking. I live in San Antonio, Texas, one of the spaces that is huge for human trafficking in North America. I never knew that we would fund those kinds of things that would stop that and make such a good difference. In the world, I was just trying to get my rent paid. I was just trying to get my car going. I was just trying and I had no idea that it would expand to this empire that now has an effectual fervent change and a domino effect throughout the world. So to those that are listening, say yes because you don't know what your destiny is tied to, but your destiny is tied to good world domination that will make an epic difference in this world when you say yes and yes and yes again.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, it's an interesting, that's a, and I spent an entire year saying yes to everything that came through my door, and it was interesting what continued to come through my door. I'm, I'm a little bit more selective now, but the point is is when you say yes to things, more more things come your way. The universe kind of listens to you and knows when that door is open, and the opportunities good good opportunities and great connections do come your way you know and again, I think the thing with wealth and and with money is also hugely it's tied to responsibility responsibility of self and responsibility to others I mean if you have gifts when much is given much when when much is received, much is given so I think there's that threefold you know what you put out there comes back to you threefold too. I mean, it's a it's an amazing uh, you know uh, I mean, when we realize what the world is it, the world can be a gift to us or it can be whatever we choose for it to be. So, you know, I love your philosophy and I love the way you're you're running your business because again, all these core values that you continue to share really do have a lot to do with creating some of the best women leaders that I can think of. But you know, again, women tend to have the issues that, again, you're talking about getting past, which is uh, money, power, and uh, asking for help. I mean, these are things that, you know, in my experience, uh, again, I'm also into women's leadership, as you know, and that's the things that we talk about, is women need to get comfortable with their power and their talents and their gifts, and also asking about... Asking for help and being having that vulnerability and that ability to ask you know i mean you're you've had great mentors, I've had great mentors, you know, but I've also had the ability to ask people for help, but also to give help and I think it's such a key when it comes to great women leaders is that they truly understand it's about the connection, it's about the collaboration, but it's really that mentoring that goes back and forth between women when they truly understand their power, too.
1: I agree wholeheartedly. I agree 1,000%. I can't say bravo enough.
0: <laughs> I agree. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I, I agree. Probably. what? <laughs> <laughs> I I've also bent your ear a little bit before this, but, but again, I think you're, you're how you run your business is really how you value your own life and how you see your own leadership role in the world and i think that's what you're teaching uh these women leaders that these, these this 80% of the thought leaders uh women leaders that you're cr- helping to create in the world.
1: Mhm. And i consider it a tremendous uh a tremendous responsibility, you know, i wake up feeling responsible every day. Uh i used to wake up feeling burdened and i think that you wake up feeling burdened when you, when you don't understand, or let me take it from the context of I. I woke up feeling burdened because I didn't understand what it meant to empower women, empower humanity with the clarity and, uh, of their clarion call, if you will. Mother Teresa says, When we say yes, we find callings within callings. So we say yes only to discover there's more. Now, I'm different than Mother Teresa because I liken it to a shot glass. I'm sure Mother Teresa didn't teach from shot glass perspective. (laughs) But, you know, but but, but I love a a good chilled shot of a great vodka. I just do. And so (laughs) –
0: I. <laughs> I was going to say tequila,
1: but you said vodka. Okay, I like both. <laughs> you know, tequila makes me swell. I don't know why. I used to love tequila, but once I hit thirty-five, after thirty-five, I turned into a blowfish with tequila. So now it's vodka. But um, but I look at a shot glass and I say, okay, if you if you look at a shot glass of your calling, and then it graduates right, and then. You know, as you graduate into larger and larger versions of your calling, the only way you can ascend, the only way you can graduate is if you keep saying yes. And so there are callings within callings within callings, and I invite everyone that is listening to evaluate what was the last thing that you said yes to, and can this next year – Whenever you're listening to this, can the next 12 months of your life be your year of yes, be your year of adventure, be your year of grace, be your year of ease? Can your next year be a year, listen to this, of yes, grace, ease, adventure, simplicity, and execution? If you had a year with those six ingredients where every time – You were looking at, can I say yes? You look through the filter of grace, ease, simplicity, execution, yes, and adventure. What would life look like for you as a woman? What would life look like for you as a man? What would life look like for you as a human that was high on contribution and low in fear, low in being reserved, low in playing safe and playing small, What would it look like for you, and what? how would the world be made better? Because those were the six ingredients that you were committed to, and you were committed beyond your own place of comfort, convenience, and safety. What could our world look like if more of us played in that arena? And I think we would have a world that we loved, a world that we enjoyed, and a world where suffering would be minimized and sacrificed would be minimized, and we would find ourselves thriving in the goodness that is designed for us every single day where miracles rise to meet us over and over and over again, and that's the kind of life that i'm highly
0: committed to amen sister <laughs> amen sister no I, I, Allison, you're you're it's it's like honey coming your mouth. Your, what you're saying is like honey. It's just it's beautiful. It's wonderful. I absolutely agree with everything that you're saying and uh, your core philosophies, your core beliefs, uh, your, your your whole philanthropic piece. I'm gonna read this this what because you when you choose to be red hot in the sea, this is what you sent. When you mm-hmm. when you choose to be red hot in the sea of beige and dominate in the market, it's a valuable. Service to your gift and to your tribe that 's waiting for you, you are the answer our world has been waiting for and I think that 's what everyone needs to understand is that they came, we each one of us came into this world with amazing gifts and talents and and somewhere along the line somewhere along the way, we forgot those and, and it 's important to remind especially women of those talents and, and of those great of that greatness uh, that 's just waiting to be uh, to waiting for the world and so we're waiting for each one of these women to choose that road that should choose that leadership and and it's women like you and businesses like you that are getting women out into women's leadership roles and building companies and corporations that then in turn can turn around and and make the world a better place to live in. So I congratulate you on everything you're doing. I know we we've, we've been very philosophical this morning, which I think is even more important because when we talk about truly being a woman leader, it really is about developing good relationships. And I think that's what we're talking about. And when and it's not that scary. It's it's more and more positive when you find your tribe, when you find your sisterhood, you when you find the group of of women and other leaders that you are like-minded with, anything is possible. The opportunities uh, are everywhere, and success is is a is a common denominator.
1: Mm-hmm. So. I agree, and I and I say thank you. I say thank you for being a voice of wisdom. Thank you for being committed to meet us where we are as women in the marketplace. Thank you for being a woman of. Uh, tenacity and zeal and fervor. And thank you for not being afraid, Dr. Nancy, of your echo. The reason that so many women won't roar and we come in the market whispering, Hey, I'm here. Hey, uh, I'm amazing, but I'll whisper about it. You know, the reason that most women won't roar is because that echo scares them and they can't control the echo. And what I love about my experience with you is that you say, you know what, let the echo go where it goes and let it fall into the hearts and in the minds and in the souls of those that it is destined for, and you move out of the way of the universe and you allow those seeds to go out and do what they're supposed to do, and then you continue to live your life. It's beautiful, and it's a reflection that we all need to see and receive, and I'm so grateful that you continue to say yes. So thank you, Dr. Nancy.
0: Well, we'll keep saying yes to all these great these great things that are going to continue to come our way. But where can they learn more about you, what you're doing? I know you've got an amazing conference coming up, and so many people can, can e- continue to uh, learn about their gifts and these talents and these abilities that they can share with the world. So tell us more about, Allison, what we need to know about what's coming up in, in your yes world and uh, what we need to know or what we want to know.
1: <laughs> what we want to know, uh I do have one of the most extraordinary uh live events that happens in San Antonio, Texas, every year, and it's called Unconference because we do everything unconferency. uh down to some of our sessions start at midnight and go until two a m <laughs> because you know That's when my inspiration right. <laughs> yeah it's And people go, oh, my God, uh, you know, midnight and 2 a.m., absolutely, because when I started my business, listen, I would wake up at midnight divinely inspired, and I'd start transcribing, and I learned how to start making profit after dark, and that's what that session is called is profit after dark. So we do things very differently. So if you want to know more about us, who we are, what we do, and why we do it, my invitation would be that you go to beunapologetic.com. Be unapologetic. So B-E and then unapologetic because I believe in life that you get what you go after. I believe in life that you've got to move beyond convenience and step into conviction. And I believe when you stop apologizing – for who you are, and as you said, Dr. Nancy, earlier, when you stop waiting for someone to give you a permission slip, and you write your own epic, amazing, extraordinary, heroic journey, and you pick up the pen, and you transcribe the greatness, the adventure, the beauty, and the bliss that is ultimately waiting on you to say yes to it then and only then will you be unapologetic and will you be unstoppable and will you move into the flow of your tremendous purpose and goodness in the world so go to beunapologetic.com there you can pop your name uh, and email address in there and you'll get my be unapologetic mantra i invite you to save it as a screensaver on your tablet on your computer on your iphone on your android print it Introduce it to your children, introduce it in your marriage, your partnerships, your relationships, and that kind of language is what could be the impetus and the turnaround to how you live in a new space of goodness, greatness, and tremendous bliss for your own life. So BeUnapologetic.com is the first place I'd encourage you to to get connected. And then, of course, everywhere in social media, I am. And just find me at AllisonBird.com. And wherever you find me, you will find service wherever you find me you will find grace you will find ease you will find resources and i'm happy to see you there
0: <laughs> well you you've given all those things this morning and i really truly appreciate that you are you you show up exactly exactly what we're hearing and seeing and that's that is more than delightful i can't i just can't thank you enough it's it's every time i speak with you every time we have a conversation i i, I i'm smiling i'm smiling from ear to ear so <laughs> So Allison, <laughs> you're, the, you're the real deal. I, I, I love that about you. And uh, mm. uh, again, when is the conference? It's in San Antonio, but what, what is the next one?
1: Yeah, so the next one, so we're recording this right now in 2016, you and I. And uh-huh. so the next one is in May of 2017. So they have a few months uh, to get ready for it. And so if you go to beunapologetic.com, it'll put you on our wait list. We only open the doors. Uh, for 250 liters and we prescribe a hundred of those tickets to our titans. And so they're automatically a hundred are automatically swooped up by some of our power partners. So there are only 150 that go to market. Uh, okay. so when you go to beunapologetic.com, you'll get on the, you'll also be available uh, to the wait list. And uh, it happens May 10th through the uh-huh. 13th of 2017. And I promise you. It will be like something you've never experienced. Think about this, disco lights, think about jumping, dancing, midnight sessions, great food, great fun, mariachis, uh, (laughs) you know, all kinds of things. And then think about also getting the tools, the resources, and meeting a community of extraordinary leaders who are about revolutionary change, if that's what you're up for. Then come ready to play full out. Don't I wouldn't wear your Louboutins. I wouldn't wear your Tom Ford suit. I wouldn't, you know, be all decked out because you're gonna sweat that thing out. So I would come <laughs> business casual. Put a sweatband on if you want, and come ready to do the work. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm just going to ask personally that maybe uh, I get on that list somehow because I think that that would be probably an amazing event, and and we need to talk more about uh, how I can personally uh, help with that conference too. So I'm I'm all for it because it sounds like a great way for women to connect and to support each other and truly uh, continue to develop that sisterhood that is so very important for all of us. Allison, you rock. You rock, you rock, girl.
1: Thank you, Dr. Nancy. Thank you so much.
0: You have a wonderful day. Thank you so much. I I will, Dr. Nancy. Be blessed. Bye,
1: everyone.